Hello, my name is Tia, and this is my journey on how I learned to bloom. Thanks for listening. Okay, so we're doing a really fun episode tonight. I've got my friend Jordan here visiting me, and we're going to do an episode on single parenthood because way back in the day... Okay, make it sound like it was... Yeah, I make it sound like it was literally years and years ago, but I guess in the big (laughs) picture, it was not that long ago. No, it really wasn't. No, Um, we've evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, In a very short period of time. In a short period of time, actually, yeah. So proud of us. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was really only like, (laughs) I don't know, I guess... Like four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. yeah. Even And like even three years ago for me. Yeah, in the thick of it. Like, okay. Like six to four years ago was the thick of it was the thick of it yeah. yeah so we were both single parents and we spent a lot of time together and we i mean we're still besties but yeah. we were like really tight besties at that time and our mm-hmm. daughters are besties and even though they um fight like their <laughs> sisters um they, you know they're very they, they are similar much, like. yeah yeah no it's true they really are like yeah it's they're i feel like they're so the close. sisters that each other doesn't have yeah like sure. that's they are the closest thing that each other has as a sister and so they definitely fight like it but Ugh. they have yeah. known each other since they were babies so literally i remember i met, I met you, you when you were pregnant were we both pregnant yes, when we, met? we were both pregnant um yeah that's right i picked up that you yeah. picked up something from me yeah and then you had rowan yeah and then like i was like oh congratulations we were just like talking on facebook yeah at that point yeah but then you found out that I had Haley, and you're like, girl, like, what are all your favorite things? And you brought me Oreo cookies, golden Oreo cookies, Jersey milk chocolate, and, like, a breast pump, and a whole bunch of other things, and you left it at my door, and I saw you come down, and I was like, oh my god, I got got so excited. Did you? That's why I opened the door. You don't remember that? No, I remember bringing you a basket, but I Mm -hmm. don't remember you opening the door. Yeah, you you left me, like, a gift bag. It was so sweet, and I opened the door, and I was like, oh my god, like, you're just gonna be my best friend forever now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. That was, yeah, that was so long ago. I just remember seeing you thinking, like, you needed a pick-me-up. I needed a friend for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you were like, "I'm gonna be that girl's friend." One hundred. Yeah, I got good vibes from you. <laughs> I got chilling good vibes from you. I'm pretty chill. You are chill. Yeah, yeah. We clicked right away. We did. It was good. Yeah, because we were both actually in abusive relationships at the time. Very and similar situations. Very similar situations. Didn't know at the time. Didn't know. We had but no idea what each other was we, going through. Once we, like, got to know each other more, we uh-huh. were more open. Like, you were an open person, and I was an open person, and we kind of just clicked that way. Yeah. And then we found out that we were in very similar situations. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why I, like... I mean, I think that's why I was attracted to you because mm. I was like, yeah, maybe subconsciously there was something mm-hmm. there, but also I like got this vibe from the you vibe. that like, yeah, you needed somebody. But I like, I almost hate saying that because I needed somebody like, yeah, you know, but you always give off, gave off this like, I guess, I don't know the word, like more mature kind of, not that I wasn't mature. It's just like you gave off this like, like older kind of more wise version of what i wanted to be you're so cute but like okay i don't even know if i'm like saying this right okay so you just like gave off this more secure more independent more i know what my life is i know what i need and i know what i want i need to do to make my life what i want it to be okay 
kind of vibe. And I was still in the position where I was like, didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was just dealing and kind of like just kind of suffering and, and, yeah. and surviving with what I was being dealt. Yeah. And you were like, even though you're only like, what, two years old? One year older than me? I don't even know how freaking, I don't know. I think you're like a year and a half older than me. 96. You just seemed more, I don't know. Like, it's wise. so funny that you say that because when I look back on that time, I didn't know a single fucking thing but I was doing. But still to this day, still to this day, you are like the wisdom in my brain. You're literally adorable. No, You're literally but I'm, adorable. I'm not even saying that to be cute though. Like, it's no, I know. true. Like you everything have, you, you have say, said that to me do, for eight years now, I know, it feels like. Literally. No, because it's true. It's true. Even though you're only a little bit older than me, you just have that vibe and that sense of security about you. Even though we were going through similar situations and, you know, shit was crappy. Yeah. You just always had that tough exterior. Oh, my God. That, like, I always just looked up to you. You're so cute. And even though you were only a little bit older than me, you always just seemed, like, so much more knowledgeable and wise. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I can't say, like, yeah, I know what you mean, because in that moment, I didn't feel that way. But it's interesting yeah. that you perceive me that way. I did. I, I still do. Because I don't, like, I would say I relatively feel like I know what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But all these past years, absolutely not. Yeah. I did not at all. Yeah. No, I kind of, like, faked it till it. I made it sort of thing, I felt like. And, yeah, I just, I don't know. I would say, I mean... I'm a confident person and I always have been. Yeah. Even when I was in the thick of my shit, I still had this like sense of confidence kind of no, dwindling in there that still existed. Yeah, I definitely think a lot of the way I perceived you is because of the fact that you showed no vulnerability. Interesting. Towards me until we got like really close. Okay, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but no, but still, like, even when I found out the truth about what you were going through Mm -hmm. you still just had this like rock hard exterior about all of it wow i mean yeah you know it's so funny because when i look back on that time i'm like i didn't tell a fucking single person exactly what was going on i know i mean you didn't either though yeah but we confided in each other but a lot of the same shit yeah i didn't know how hard it was for you to a t yeah but I knew how hard it was for me to a T. Yeah. And if you were going through the same sort of abuse, mm-hmm. I had to assume that it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. one of the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different, obviously, but like, yeah, abuse is abuse is abuse. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have a child. Oh, you can say fuck. It's fine. I say fuck all the time on here. Um, no, it's true. And it's so hard and like, it's so hard because we had babies in the thick of it. You know, we had infants yeah. who were like trying to protect. But what the hell do we do? Right. But because you know what, though? we were broke. Like, even what the though, hell were we supposed to do? Even though it was shitty. Yeah. I mean, they thrive now because of the fact that we dealt with it. We were going through it. We dealt with it. We moved on from it when they were still so young. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, OK, we'll get into like how we dealt with single parenthood, but. Don't you feel like, okay, yeah, we got through it, and they are thriving. They are the smartest kids we know. But don't you feel like 
there are still lingering effects. 100%. I see it every day. Yeah. In like, like I told you earlier, like yeah. the randomest little things that come out of the blue and it's like, okay, that's deep rooted in trauma from years ago. Totally. Yeah. And I think a lot of what I've learned over the last couple of years is how especially, like, I don't know. Cause okay. So for me, the thick of my abuse was actually while I was pregnant mm-hmm. and I With thought, yeah, one or two, one. Okay. Yeah. And what I thought I thought, well, how could my child be affected? I mean, they weren't even born. But now I've been reading and reading and realizing like, oh, no, that trauma is so deep rooted that it actually transfers in utero. Like it actually changes the baby's biology in utero. That's how much of an impact it makes. And it makes a lot of sense because, yeah, I still see those effects that it wouldn't have made like it it doesn't make sense they weren't even born and i mean Mm -hmm. obviously there was abuse after two but the worst of it well was during my pregnancy actually like it's just insane i gotta say a lot of it was also during my pregnancy yeah like there was a lot of hate there was a lot of discouragement and uh just you know like I wanted the baby. Yeah. Nobody else wanted the baby. Yeah. And so it was only my strength and courage that is the reason she's alive today. Totally. That was <laughs> That's that deep. Was real hard. Yeah. Oh, I can <laughs> only imagine. Everybody in my life, not just him. Right. Motherfucker number 2. Motherfucker number 2. Not just him. Yeah. Literally everybody else I was surrounded with told me get an abortion you're gonna regret it yeah i was the only one and not that because i thought abortion was i do not obviously pro-choice yeah you're pro-choice yeah but me myself yeah i did not have the heart yeah i did not have the heart to go through with it yeah i thought about it multiple times yeah i didn't stop let's just say my lifestyle yeah because i thought that i was gonna go through with it right but when it came down to it I couldn't do it. Yeah. Could not do it. Yeah. I called to make an appointment. Couldn't make the appointment. Could not do it. Really? Could not do it. Kate, I... Yeah, you know what? Maybe I do remember you telling me this, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, interesting to rehear again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. And then she saved your life. (laughs) Can't even exaggerate it enough. Yeah. Like, I am only the person I am today because Mm -hmm. of her. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the right decision, like always, that's the decision you need to make. I always say like I will be, I would be such a fucking shitty different person <laughs> not for because it's true. It's not just funny or like oh don't say that, you know. No, it's literally true. Like, okay. Let me interject. Mm. With all due respect. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's true. Like I think you would have gone a, down a different path of things that your abuser would have sort of uh manipulated you into Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't have been a shitty person because you're a good person and that's deep-rooted like you know even good people can choose bad lifestyles and do bad shit and end up in drugs and jail and shit you know like the good people are in jail like i always just say that yeah because of the teenager that i was right but also I was that shitty teenager because of him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember, this might be a little personal, and I'm so sorry, Dad, no. if you listen to this. Ah! <laughs> sorry, Dad. Um, I ended up 
shoving my dad. My dad is a big dude. He's huge, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was just, I was in that downward, downward spiral. Yeah. I drank so much. Yeah. And we got into a fight, and my dad is not an aggressive yeah. guy. Like, never would he touch me, ever. Yeah. I, too, hand shoved him. Did you? And he was so, so livid. He pushed me with two fingers, and I fell down the stairs. Like, <laughs> uh, mostly the alcohol, you know. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, no, that was, like, my rock bottom as a teenager. Yeah. Really, like, I woke up the next morning thinking, like, wow, I am such a piece of shit. Aww. Teenager. That is the way my life would have gone without for her. Totally. Uh, if not for her. Yeah, you're right. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just that's just that's just the way I feel about how my life would have gone, and because uh, I just the last re- last memory I have is that crappy person, that crappy teenager that I was. Yeah. But a lot of that crappy behavior, and those actions, and like just anger, mm-hmm. angry teenager mm-hmm. that came from the relationship I was in. Absolutely. So. Oh. Okay, this is just, like, speaking to me so much right now because I recently had a discussion with my mom where we were kind of... I I said to her, like, oh, there's some things I got to talk about. Like, you know, I want to heal some of my... Okay, I'm kind of going off track, but, like, bear with me here for a sec. I wanted to heal some of my own childhood trauma, and so I said, I want to talk to you about this. And she was like, yeah, it sounds good. And so we started talking about it. And, yeah, I remember kind of briefly touching on how I was in my early 20s and how I kind of clung onto her and I didn't have very good communication skills at that time at least in comparison to how I do now and I was sort of telling her like yeah I mean I was 19 when I met my abuser Mm -hmm. and I was an early adult and so I was going through the early stages of my adulthood where I should have been exploring and learning other things and meeting yeah. people. Instead, I was in an abusive relationship. And so I only learned toxic communication style, you know? And so that's why I struggled for so long in my early 20s communicating with other people. Mm-hmm. I was just telling my mom about that. And she was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, that just reminded me of that. Like, absolutely, they... Unless you've been through abuse, especially, like, I mean, obviously, yeah, physical abuse is difficult, too. Um, For me, personally, like, the emotional abuse sticks with me almost more because it was so manipulative that it really, like, it changed the structure of my brain, it felt like. I agree with that. Yeah, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, they get in your face, they throw something at you, fuck, they hate you, they strangle you, like, whatever it may be, like... Okay, yeah, that's traumatic. That that hurts. We're pretty tough bitches, though. T- pretty but tough the, bitches. The mental. Oh, the mental shit is something oh, else. Yeah. Like that it took me years to get over that. Yeah. Even still, like, mm-hmm. have you watched Made? No. It's okay. So anyone who goes through domestic violence likely suffers from PTSD. I know that I do. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, undiagnosed, but yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Watching Maid fucking sent me in such a downward spiral. Like, I just felt so much PTSD. So I should not watch it? <laughs> Don't watch it is my recommendation. Like, okay, I'm glad okay. I watched it only because I'm like... It was I'm, eye-opening. 
yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say, like, not eye-opening because I'm, you know, had been through that. I would say, like, it was more so, there was almost, like, a small sense of relief because I'm glad that it's out there. I'm glad that people can watch that and be like, yeah. Oh, shit, people go through that. People go through that. And, but (laughs) Jordan. That's normal. People go through that. It was such an accurate depiction. Yeah. It was so accurate. I I was like. I don't want to watch it. Just prepare yourself. All right. Because Shit. things, like, I had to watch it in three different yeah. sittings because it was a lot. Mm. And I don't remember. Maybe it was episodes. So maybe three different sittings was actually not that many. But, no, I don't think it... Ah, oh, shit, I don't remember. But all I know is that there was two times in particular where I was like, I said to Cody, I got to shut this off right now. Mm. And then one time in particular, like, just sitting there and, like, trying to not have an anxiety attack you know like it was it's it's a harsh like it's yeah if you've been through that like it's gonna trigger you but it's Mm. real and raw and accurate it's accurate 100 percent. so i don't know do with that what you will but i'm curious but also like i'm nervous (laughs) Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Okay. It's on Netflix. Maybe. I I couldn't watch it again. Okay. I will say that. I can't watch it again. Made. Made. Alright. Maybe. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Anyways. um, Okay. So, I guess we may as well just get into the thick of it. You know what? I didn't prepare ahead of time any questions. I usually do. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We've been having some alcohol tonight, so. Um, Some alcohol. Okay, so no, go ahead. Okay, okay, so Jordan is taking her last shot. Is this the last shot? Last shot. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's necessary for what we're about to get into. You got this, sweetie. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) You're doing great. Some cute little rocks or shells. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. (gasps) Lavender in there. Oh my god, yes. Adorable. Can I just take one more sip? Yeah, give Sorry. It. This give is pretty good. No, it is actually. It's if you good. drink a whole bunch, it's not like so carbonated that it's gross. I took one sip when I cracked it yeah. and it was like all foam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, you yeah. drink like an actual gulp, it's not bad. Kind of hurts my stomach, but at the same time, like, I don't want to stop. Fair, fair, fair. I don't want to stop. <laughs> Am I being about it? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I think we should sort of just talk about, yeah, like I did not prepare for this one. Um, so let's just wing it. Raw. Okay. Yeah. Straight raw. Straight raw. Nonsense right now. I mean, how fitting for single parenthood though, because damn. Because it's literally just like, as you go, you yeah. just, you know, it's, there's no preparation. There's no, oh, this is what's going to happen. Let's like. Yeah. Okay. And like. Think I, about it beforehand. I, I want to elaborate on that because obviously parenting, there's no handbook, right? Like. People always say that there's no handbook for parenting, and yeah, it's regardless true. Regardless if you're a single parent or not. Yeah, it's just, no... it's unpredictable. Yeah. There is, however, another element when you're a single parent. And what I will say about that is you have no one to talk to about anything. Yeah. You have no one to bounce your ideas off. So not just parenting. And, and I feel like we can fairly say that now because we're both in, you know, partnerships. And gosh, I'm constantly bouncing stuff off of my husband and, okay, well, what do you think about this and this and this? And, like, we don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're figuring it out. When you're single, it's only in your own head. Yeah. Like, and I mean, you, you don't know. Myself, but that didn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. You're talking out loud and you're like, fuck, I don't know. Like, is my kid okay? Like, Literally. Like, I don't know. And, okay, yeah, like, 
you know, obviously we had each other, but there's just something to be said about having a person in the home who is also taking care of that child. Like, a single parent, no matter how many friends you have, how much, like, people always think, like, oh, you've got family, you've got friends. It's like, no, dude, it's still hard. I honestly feel. Yeah. Not just thinking about it now, but, like, throughout my entire existence Mm -hmm. of being a single parent and then not being a single parent and then thinking about when I was a single parent. Yeah. The easiest time for me as a single parent Mm -hmm. was when we lived together. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Like, I knew that I had somebody else Mm -hmm. to help me. Mm -hmm. Not just with, you know, like, parenting, but just... (laughs) with literally everything else literally everything else yeah so much less stressful i would say actually you know what when i think of back on being a single parent the easiest time for me was when we lived in that uh, we lived in the same apartment building for a period of time yeah 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 you lived on the third floor and i lived on the first floor i think or did you live on the second floor fourth floor oh was it the fourth floor no no. Mm, whatever third floor you lived up high yeah yeah, I think there's just a lot to be said about having the full mental load as a single parent. There's no one to share it with. It's all on you. Yeah, I just remember all of the times I was just so fucking overwhelmed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot, you know? Like it's a it's, lot, yeah. And it's like, you kind of, as a single parent, you have to let certain things slide that you wouldn't typically let slide if you had a partner to help you with things. Like, I remember when I met Cody, I was bed sharing with my oldest, and my second born was still on, I can't remember if it was bottles or soothers, which, I mean, for his age, that actually wasn't a big deal, but I had no intention of stopping it because... Yeah, I was single just trying to survive and I'm gonna I didn't care like the bed sharing with my oldest I think was the biggest thing like I mean yeah they were old enough that I shouldn't have been doing that probably but I didn't care no but like I I did the same thing exactly I just literally told you earlier yeah um yeah yeah, when I got together with Mm -hmm. Robbie Mm -hmm. I was still sleeping she had her own bed yeah but I just it was easier yeah like I mean not that she needed to sleep with me she had her own bed she was fine in her own bed but like I don't know I just liked having her there I liked having her there too it wasn't until we moved in together that she finally had to sleep in her own bed yeah and uh yeah it was an adjustment yeah no totally yeah both of us oh 100% (laughs) like Okay, so I just spent a couple days without my husband because I went on a trip with my mom and I had my two, my three kids, my two kids, I had my three kids with <laughs> you me. You got three now, girl, right? Yeah, I got three kids. Oh my God. I had my three kids with me and yeah, we were in a hotel and there was two queen beds and my youngest is a baby, so they were in a playpen and then my middle child was in their own bed and then I sh- bed, share, bed shared with my oldest on the oh trip gosh, because I was like yeah I was like oh I kind of miss it like Aww. she sleeps like very still and is cuddly and I loved it so yeah it's just that kind of shit that like you just gotta let slide because it doesn't actually matter <laughs> that is literally so funny you say that because my fiance mm-hmm. not my hubby yet mm-hmm. I call him my hubby because it's convenient but yeah technically I mean essentially he is fiance still, yeah. But, um, yeah so he went and uh, worked overnight at a bar in Vancouver. Right. And 
It was one of the first nights that I had been alone since he worked nights years ago. Yeah. And my oldest slept in the bed with us. Yeah. So I had both kids in the bed. And, oh my God, like, I literally loved it. Yeah, isn't I was it like, nice? I have all these snuggles. I know. Because, I don't know, obviously you like snuggling with your significant other, but after a while it's like, hey no thanks like i'd rather just go to bed honestly same you just roll over and go to bed cake and i love you so much roll over go to bed yeah but with your children they just always just want to like you know hold you close so i let her sleep in the bed because i was like okay well at first it was like okay yeah we'll watch a movie but then she ended up passing out and i did not have the heart nor did i want to move her absolutely not i was like okay all right so i just like i just held them both close and I was like all right I love that so much (laughs) yeah I I do miss that like I've said that to Cody like I just want to sleep with the kids tonight yeah but anyways it'll throw them off though it will throw them off so it's like and my boys want to but let's not (laughs) my boys aren't interested in bed sharing at all like my middle moves so much in his sleep and Uh. then my youngest just like wouldn't sleep if he was in the same bed like I bed shared with him while I breastfed Mm -hmm. so that was you know eight months of bed sharing which was a lot and exhausting Mm -hmm. which you know about yeah you know about um but now that they're sleeping independently like there's no way they could just casually sleep with me they would not go to bed 11 months on you (laughs) I know I like when I think about back on the fact that my youngest had to bed share because they breastfed so much until eight months i'm like that was terrible and then i think about how you still do it 19 months later 19 months later i'm like you are Ugh. i don't know how you do it i don't Not know how you do it woman dumb I was, is what i was gonna say superwoman like i don't know how you do no, that it's literally just so <sighs> i mean whatever whatever works for Exhausting. you whatever works for you <laughs> It doesn't work for me. That's the issue. I know. That's why I'm like, uh, uh, we'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then I would say, so yeah, mental load, like that was kind of the biggest thing for me as a single parent. Like, and then the other thing I want to say that's like kind of positive, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm like happily married, you know, we're both like happily in partnerships and we had other, you know, another child, like we have other children and whatever, like life has changed so much since we were single parents. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also I would like to say there is something, cause I don't want to speak negatively about being a single parent the entire time that we had so many good times together. Yeah, I mean, there are positives. Definitely. Like, I mean, not being with an abusive piece of shit is one positive, obviously. <laughs> um, but God, like it was so nice being able to like, God, you know, my money was my own and I did whatever I wanted. Yeah, there definitely are pros of being a single parent. It's just like, even though there are a lot of pros of being a single parent, the cons are so heavy. Yeah, way heavier. That it's almost hard to see the pros. Oh, 100%. Until you're like way far into being a single parent. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... It was really, really hard until it was like, oh, a year later, and I'm a single yeah. parent, and I'm doing it. And it's I'm no big doing deal. doing the most, and everything's like, yeah. you know, We're going to work. Normal. We're paying the bills. Our exactly. kids are in daycare. It's exactly. no big deal. Yeah. So you don't think about, like, oh, it was real fucking hard. Yeah. You think, oh, I'm, like, getting her done. I'm slaying this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, we are the head of our households so as there, it, it single It does women. get better. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, basically it does get the better. moral of the story. It like, does get better. It is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. 
it takes a while. It does get easier. It gets yeah. so much easier. Yeah, before I met my husband, like, okay, there was a little bit of a time period that was kind of off because I had my second as a single parent. Like, there was no partner involved. Mm. And so that kind of threw things off. But, like, yeah. you know, with the exception of that, I was in the swing of things. I loved my job. Everything was going great. Like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it you gets kinda, like that's you your routine adjust. and that's life, you, you adjust know? And you learn how to be just okay being single and okay being a single mom. Every time I think back to when I was single, I always think about all the people that were like, well, how do you do it? Like, how, like, how do you do that? And I'm like, bitch, you just do it. Yeah, you just literally just do it. You have no you other can. choice. What do you mean, what do I do? I don't have any other choice. Yeah. I, that question always baffled me. Like, I'm like, I get that they're trying to be like, they're trying to compliment, right? Like they're trying to say like, wow, you're amazing. How do you do it? And I'm like, okay, like I am flattered, but also like, I literally have no other choice. Like it's not even flattery. Like it's just, I don't know what to tell you. I chose. Yeah. (laughs) Like I didn't choose to be like. I wasn't just like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have this baby on my own and Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody and let's do it. At 19. Yeah. I mean, you were even younger. Yeah. I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah it's just so funny like how do you do it i'm like i literally have to what do you mean how do i do it like I just do i have it. a child like i have no fucking choice <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that yeah. was always so funny i to definitely me. got that question a lot yeah it was annoying yeah most of the time it was yeah. annoying. like i i don't know i know people had good intentions yeah i wasn't ever rude about the response yeah but like Every time I got that question, I was subconsciously like, "Ugh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? You want ugh. me to just like, like, what did they think was going to happen? Like, we were just going to like, I don't know. I don't get okay, it. I'm sorry. You were blessed with a husband and like a perfect family. But, yeah. Like, some people aren't. Some people aren't. <laughs> until some people later on in life. <laughs> yeah. Until later on in life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Girlfriend, yeah. it does get better. You will find that man. Mm-hmm. And he will be the daddy of your children. He'll be the daddy of your children. Yeah. More, yeah. Oh, man. That's like i feel like recording an episode on what it's like for us as a mother going from single parenthood to watching these men turn into the fathers that our children never had like i feel like that's almost like an entire know, other like, episode i wanted to get into it but yeah. also there's like so much there's so much i know there's so much like Kay. the way you feel about how like yeah i just Ah, I don't know. I was super not accepting of the fact that he wanted to be her dad. Yeah, that was, it was. I was like, no, there's no way. Like, there's no way a man would love me so much that he'd want to just father my child that's not even his. Yeah. Again. Yeah. There's so much. Like, I can't even get into it. The week before I met Cody, I said to my friend Ashley, because, and I don't know if it was just because she happened to be over at my house or if I was talking to her specifically because her mom was a single mom to two kids who had met an incredible man who became Mm. their father Mm -hmm. like i don't remember if i was talking to her specifically or if she was just over but either way i distinctively remember saying to her like i don't know how i'm gonna find someone who wants to love me and my two children like i don't see how that's possible and then i think it was literally a week later i met cody there are those men out there they are like they are okay they might be hard to find but they're out there yeah like they're literally out there yeah no. even though you think that they're not mm-hmm. they are and they might take some time to find but they are there don't give up the search don't give up use whatever you need to yeah no i think history about... tinder who fucking knows you'll who find them knows? you'll find them hey <laughs> tinder baby tinder success story story <laughs> literally yeah you no. never know but they're out there Swear to God. Mm. 
I dated two people prior to Cody who I was like, oh yeah, I could like probably like, I don't know, settle down with them. And I'm so glad I didn't. Oh my God, that would have been terrible. Literally, but me too, like. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's insane to think about. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Trial and error. Trial and error. That's part um, of life. And dating while you're a single mom is so hard because if who's like taking your always- kids? Yeah, okay. That, Who the hell's that taking your kid? How are you supposed to meet people? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Oh, just get a babysitter. Yeah, with all my sure, extra yeah, fucking let's... money. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm broke. I'm going to the fucking food bank. <gasps> oh, my God. You did that, too? Of course I did. Oh, God. I, so, okay, I lived at a transition house. Yes. Which... Me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, can I talk about this? Okay. Yeah, no so, there was a period... You so. Yeah. So I lived in in a transition house for, I think it was like 10 months. And during this time. Oh my God. Was it really that long? Yeah. It was almost a year. Wow. Yeah. It was almost a year. And, and Mm. yeah. So prior, okay. So prior to being in the transition. So I had left, like I had like. Fleed. Fleed Mm -hmm. technically. And I couldn't stay at the first option that I went to, which I won't get into that. And then I ended up sleeping on a friend's couch with my mm. daughter yeah and then i ended up moving in yeah, there was some time between there was some time between yeah. yeah and then i ended up moving in with a friend who i had two friends who were like two of my best friends who were going to rent a condo together but then one of them actually needed to house sit for her parents during this first month of living there so it actually worked out perfectly i ended up just moving in for that month I remember that. You remember that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a place before. Yeah. And I was only there. It was maybe two months, actually. I think it was December and January. I think I moved into the transition house February 1st, if Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I did that. And then, um, where was I going with this? Oh, okay. So, where I was going with this was, so, Jordan, like... I had fleed sooner than you had fleed. You yeah, were still was, going when through you it. Fleed, I was still debating whether or not. Yeah. What you were going to do. And I remember talking yeah. to you being like, you got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. Because like, still, I did not want to come to terms with how bad it fucking was mm-hmm. and how severely I need to leave. Yeah. Needed to leave. And then you came. I remember you came to my apartment. Yeah. On I remember that. And you were like, girlfriend get the fuck out yeah let's go right now literally you were like pack your fucking bags he's not here yeah like get the fuck out yeah and i was like no but you know blah 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 i can make it work no no you can't make no. it work he's literally, never going to if change you're, if you're in that situation where you're like oh but 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 just no <laughs> just take it take what i'm saying right now and just fucking get out yeah because honestly it's never gonna it's change never gonna work. they say they're gonna change and they cry and they guilt trip you they're liars that's also another story that's another story <laughs> they're narcissists so anyway, they are not capable of changing you came and you were like get the fuck out mm-hmm. and i was like no 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 yeah i had to wait for him to just abuse me one more time before yeah. i was like okay fuck this yeah <laughs> that's how it goes on average did you know no, the statistic yeah. is eight times i heard you say that in yeah. a previous po- podcast yeah yeah and yeah. then I was like, wow, really? And then I thought about it and I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's pretty fucking sad. But I also know. like, oh my God, I feel so bad for everyone that's going through that right now. I know. Like the second or third time. I'm like, I know. Fuck, I wish I could find all these women that are on those second or third time or even the first time. I and know. And just be like, 
girlfriend, get out. I know. Right but, fucking now. But don't you think, wouldn't you agree? Like, I know for me, I had multiple people. Like, okay, I was never really super honest. Like, I kind of kept it to myself until it was, like, yes. maybe the fourth or fifth time. Yes. And then I kind of shed some light on it. And then I had some people say, just leave. And then I would be like, oh, no, 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 he'll change. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. You have to be ready yourself. When I met you, yeah, it was already the fourth or fifth time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Eight times for you too, hey? Yeah, Shit. I would say so. That's insane. That's insane well, how true. Because when I come to think of it, like, when she was born, yeah, I was already at my third or fourth. Right. Like, I was being abused before I was pregnant. Mm. But I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't know. I was so young. I know. Oh, they do really good job at making you think that that's not what's happening. You know what's funny, too? Like, okay, obviously, like, your abuser was a bit older than you than mine was yeah that's true but still, yeah was he the same age as you no he was he was two years older than me okay but yours was 10 years older than me yeah 10 years older than me but still like seems Isn't that like bizarre? seems like age doesn't fucking matter when it comes to abuse oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no they knew exactly what they were doing oh my god manipulative yeah. abusive they knew exactly what they're fucking doing yeah so yeah i mean as much as i didn't see it then i look back all the time and see it now yeah when we met it was already bad yeah and that's why when i found you it was like a light at the end of the tunnel oh my god love you i love you bitch (laughs) and uh yeah i just you know i knew that it was gonna be okay yeah regardless of how it ended up i wasn't alone yeah and there was a light yeah. at the end of the tunnel yeah i love that yeah so okay i can't remember exactly because basically we were, where we were heading with this story is that <laughs> we've been so off topic <laughs> oh this is like we're going through the ebbs and flows baby it's, i think it's the liquor i'm fine with oh i'm fine with it i'm fine with it um because where we were going with this is that <laughs> while now I was living in the transition house, Jordan lived, like, moved into... Right, we were talking about that. <laughs> so, the transition house I lived in was a condo. Yes. Mm, and you lit, moved into that condo with me for... Was it a month or was it two? I want to say it was one, but I feel like it was two. Yeah, one or two months. And one I, and a half, maybe? Well, okay. <laughs> one and a half, yeah. And I remember... No, I think it was definitely more than one. Was it more than one? Yeah, I want to say it was two months. Okay, yeah, two months. Yeah, from March to, like, April. All of March, all of April? All of March, all of April. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. And yeah, I sorry, remember... March and April. No, March to April. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, that's one month. <laughs> March and April. Okay, but remember, remember I was trying to get you to, like, register... Yes, to get a you place were trying there. to get me to register. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck was holding me back. Well, basically, I remember you saying... I thought... My... my, I thought that, uh, you know, the new guy... Yeah. ...was going to help me out. Yeah. And yeah, in- had a situation that was good for me. Yeah. Yeah. So because... So I was waiting for that to follow through. So let's clarify. You weren't allowed to have male visitors. That's right. Regardless okay of 
who the relationship was. It could be your father. It could be your cousin. It doesn't matter. Men were not allowed in this building. This was a transition house for women who were fleeing abuse or facing homelessness. It wasn't actually only abuse. It was also facing homelessness. Men in general. So no men were allowed in there. And I remember saying to, to Jordan, like, you need to get a place here get a place here this place is amazing it's helped me so much and yeah you didn't want to do that because of the person that you were seeing at the time also like but was it solely that yes 100 percent. that was it Hmm. literally okay that was it okay um i hate that too because like i look back and i'm like oh why was i so selfish like i had a daughter to think about i should have just fucking said hey cares about this motherfucker hey We learn and we grow. I know. Like I just wanted to find a husband. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, I know. I you, fa- I you were my smitten. daughter to have a father. You were smitten with him. You Ugh, were smitten with him. I hate it. Yeah, he, he was an idiot, <laughs> but it's fine. I knew from the get go he was an idiot. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! God <laughs> damn, you should have just like grabbed me and fucking smacked the shit out of me. And Listen, like, bitch, get like get over it. You don't recall me telling you a million times? I remember you telling me nicely oh. because that's the person you are. You literally should have just fucking smacked the shit out of me. It's not high <laughs> roll. Me smack the shit out of you? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that probably you would have kicked my ass, bitch. Oh no, oh. I loved you too much. Uh, I wouldn't hurt you. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. Because Jordan's a, like, I know that I'm a spitfire, but Jordan's like a fiery fighter spitfire. Only when Necessary. I get real mad. You know what? It's only when it comes to my children, I mm-hmm. feel like I used to be real bad. I used to be real bad. I know. But I now know. it's. It's better? Only when my children are in danger. Remember earlier in the store when you were annoyed because there was no cashiers working? And you said, all right, come on. <laughs> There was literally cashiers standing around. Well, I don't know if they were cashiers. Oh, my God. They were that two employees. That wasn't even the tip of the iceberg. Bitch, I'm aware. I've known you long enough. There were two people, two employees standing around a till, and there's a long line, and we've been waiting a while. And Jordan literally claps her hands and says, all right, come on now. I, I literally smacked her in the arm and said, that's, like, Jordan, stop. It's so embarrassing. Literally, you know, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've always kind of been like that. Yeah. Um, it's just hard for me to hold back when I have an opinion, you know what I mean? I love that about you. But I also know when and when not to. Yeah. But it's, well. funny, it's funny that you say that because... <laughs> I was going to say okay. that's when not to. <laughs> okay, but it's funny when you say that because... You and my other best friend. Yeah. Yeah. She has a problem with me saying shit like that, too. Like, we she's just get like you. Yes, you. We get embarrassed. I embarrass you, and I'm so sorry for that. But also, like. But I still love it about you so much. Also, like, though, like, I got her done. Oh, I know. I got the, You get got her done. done. Like, I clapped my hands and said, let's go now. And they called for another. They yeah, literally, I smacked her arm and said, Jordan. And then literally, the guy called for more cashiers. So I should have been thanking you. It, it, it's, uh, you know, I don't need to be thanked. It's fine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you, you, you silently appreciate I'm my, thinking in uh, my head, I love this bitch. My obnoxiousness. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. I but, do. Yeah, that's literally not even the tip of the iceberg. I, get, oh, I kind of fly off the handle sometimes. You fly. Oh, there has been many a times where, yeah. dude, do you remember, I think, no, you weren't living with me at this point, but it was around this same time. Remember when we went and got manicures at that place downtown? And then <laughs> yeah. it was the shittiest manicure in the world. 
so i will say oh like oh my god i hate that place <laughs> i fuck that place i still to this day tell people to not go there i do too yeah. yes 100 percent. no oh, we got yeah. manicures and the nails literally melted off our fingers so it was absolute shit but it was, it but was. jordan went back and reamed their ass out and i was like i would never because like because i fucking paid for it now like, i understand i expected a certain level of hey you know professionality but no they were literally like uh no blah blah blah, blah. yeah they were like, terrible they had the you. worst customer service yeah mm-hmm. and yeah you went back and teared their ass up and then me i left a bad review <laughs> zero stars on yelp <laughs> zero stars how absolutely dare they so passive yeah, aggressive no i i don't know man but like like i said like, i love I've that about you about, I've, I've changed a lot though like i really You've simmered feel, down a bit yeah i really feel like i've simmered down a bit yeah and i really pick and choose my battles yeah like i will like there's a one to ten scale okay yeah yeah i used to go all the way to fucking on 12 baby yeah you did <laughs> but now you did like today yeah was a prime example i go maybe a two yeah that wasn't that big of a deal. maybe a two until my kids are in danger if yeah. my kids are in danger oh babe 20 like, yeah <laughs> there's yeah. no stopping me yeah but yeah i feel like okay yeah, but I, i've calmed down a lot okay and no this is like this self-improvement is, this is slightly <laughs> off topic but you were ready to punch carrie today okay but come on now she fucking didn't try it all okay calling no. you out carrie so we went out today <laughs> and we went thrifting and we went to the first value village and like whatever no big deal and my daughter loves this doll and it's very important to her and she has like a special name for it and shit and adeline yeah adeline uh, thank you. I was like, is it Adelaide? I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's like it's been years and I still call okay. this doll Adelaide. Okay, yeah. Adeline. So Adeline's very important to my daughter. And um, so whatever, we go shopping. Then we go to the next value village and then we go to leave. And then my daughter goes, wait, where's Adeline? And we she has a fucking panic attack. She, she starts crying. Down, she melts so down. So fucking devastated. So she realized that she was gone. Yeah. Adeline so gone. we were like, no, Adeline's gone. So Auntie J, oh, she whips that phone out faster than a than a hot pocket bitch i don't even know them i don't even know what that means but i just made it up so she pulls out her phone she's like i'm calling the value village she gets on the phone she says hi carrie i have a huge favor to ask and carrie's like hey like i could hear it on the other line she was like don't you dare ask me shit she was already like apprehensive she was apprehensive so jordan says listen my niece left her doll at the store like could you please have a look we'd really appreciate it kind of thing she's giving her a very descriptive i'm trying to give her a description yeah but she keeps cutting me off like i said okay my niece left her doll there and it's really important she's absolutely devastated we're on our way back to look but i was hoping that maybe you could just browse and see if maybe you find her yeah and she goes, okay, no problem. And she goes to hang up. And I was like, okay, but she looks like this. Like, yeah, you want to go look for a doll? It could be any fucking doll. Listen Literally to what she looks like. any fucking doll. Yeah. They yeah. Have, it's Value Village. Yeah. They have tons of fucking dolls. Yeah. So. Yeah. I go to give a description and she's trying to hang up on me. I'm like, okay, but this is Fuck what you, she Carrie. looks like. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm continuing the description and she's like, Man, okay. You, play, you played it cool on the phone. I couldn't even tell that she was cutting I, you off. No, yeah, I was tr- because like you I wanted, wanted her, her to, to do something. It. I yeah. wanted her to do what I asked her to do. Yeah, so no, I was that's valid. being nice. If I was, I was like, fuck you, Carrie, stop interrupting me and let <laughs> <laughs> me give you the description. She would have been like, I'm definitely not looking for this fucking You're right. doll now. You're right. You're right. So I was playing it cool. I was like, Carrie, please, like, look for this doll. Here's the description. And she's like, okay, sure, I'll look. We got there. Yeah, we get Carrie to the store. Carrie finally came to the front. Yeah. And I was like, hey, did you find the doll? She's like, 
no, I went and looked in the doll section and there was only dolls that had our tag on it. I'm like, okay, so you didn't look through the entire store? Like, you just went to the toy section and looked at the dolls? Yeah. That's no. it. Okay. It De- was not hard to find. Devil's Advocate. She is an employee doing a job. She probably didn't really have time to look through the entire store. Yeah, like customer service is not her first priority? Or? Yeah, I don't know. But, but you know what? She came from the back. So it made me think that, like, maybe she isn't. I don't know. Either way, we found the doll, okay? And I just know that if I was the employee that picked up the phone and someone was like, my poor niece is devastated, yeah. I would have fucking looked for that thing. Like, I, I would have been still looking when I, when that person got there. But what I will, okay. Just saying. Okay, again. Another, another argument. Fucking Carrie. Maybe Carrie doesn't Close have kids. Maybe, Car- maybe Carrie doesn't have nieces or nephews. Maybe she doesn't understand what it's like for a child to be devastated. Which is fine. I just... Yeah. Either way, we found the doll. Auntie J found the doll. And it was very easy to find. It was easy to find. And it kind of made me... Like, yeah, it did kind of make you wonder, like, okay, Carrie, how hard did you look? But either way, Auntie J was ready to punch Carrie out for not looking very hard. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. And um, it was, like, fate that we got her at the till. We got her at the goddamn something. till, too. Ugh. I was like... <laughs> She literally said, Kate, Carrie literally goes, oh, I'm glad you found the doll as she was walking away. And then Jordan goes, are you though? (laughs) No, but she didn't say anything. I was like, oh, look, Carrie, we found the doll. And she's like, oh, so glad, so glad. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. (laughs) Are you though? Are you really glad? She was like, Kate, fucking stop. I was like, shut up, bitch. Seriously, though, oh like, my god yeah i just don't have time for people who don't give a shit about my children or my nieces or nephews yeah you're really any, cute. any child that i care about you you're know really I mean? cute you're really cute and you know what that's the only thing Kay. i draw the line on i really admire children. you no good for you i really admire how much you don't give a shit and how you'll say what you truly feel because i often find myself filtering myself to make myself more pleasant when I'm dealing with strangers and only strangers typically with the people who are close to me in my life I'm like very brutally honest because I'm comfortable and Mm. that's who I am naturally that being said I feel like I don't want the stress or the drama and also I feel sometimes like uh I don't I can't trust people and so I don't know how they're going to react if i'm blunt and honest if they're a stranger so Uh i put on my nice filter yeah that's definitely a risk yeah so i admire you i really do like i i want to be more like that i'm just afraid i think i mean i don't run my mouth to the biggest biker in town no obviously not i'm i I feel like i'm a pretty good i'm pretty good reading people yes you are yeah and uh not that i try and belittle people who i think is like that's not no no what no. i'm getting at here no. but i i definitely try and stand my ground regardless mm-hmm. especially if it's something that i know i'm right about and that i strongly believe in yeah good for you i love that about because you because i've done it before where i have not spoken up and then for weeks i feel regretful yeah. over it like oh i should have said that i should have you know, take an action. I should have done something about it. Yeah. So now I just, I speak freely. Good for you. And your mom was like that too, wasn't she? Oh God. She was fire shine, yeah. Aries, like yeah. literally. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. She, she was ruthless though. Was she ruthless? I'm not ruthless. Yeah. Okay. She was fucking ruthless. She didn't give a, a single shit who was, you know, so that has something to do with it too because yeah. my mom was always i mean she's a very strong woman 
and also she was always more timid around strangers. Very polite. And like, yeah, puts on her yeah. polite face and, and sort of like... Kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness kind of thing. Yeah. Like strangers, yeah. you know, strangers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just like this, you know, okay, just like sweet and nice and... Oh, yeah. No. Like she's honest with... Like you. Yes. She's honest with people that she's comfortable That she with, feels comfortable with and secure with. But strangers, she puts on this like extra kind... Uh, sort of filter and I feel like yeah I got that from her and mm-hmm. it's just like a protection you know for us I think it's like that's a way to protect ourselves and also with that being said I admire you so much for how fucking straight up you are because you know what are you ever going to see those people again earlier no. at the store no you're not <laughs> so why was I embarrassed that's so stupid this like, is why I'm calling you out Carrie yeah fuck you Carrie <laughs> <laughs> never gonna fucking see you again but if you hear this you know you know who you, you know are it's you. you know who you are you could have found that doll that was easy literally oh, man. it was right fucking there yeah like, it was very if she would have just tried a little bit harder I mean again I'll give her the benefit of the doubt but you're, I, I, I can give her the benefit of the doubt while also acknowledging that you're not wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Um, okay, so... I'm like, God, we gotta stay on track a little bit better here. <laughs> so, you know another thing that's, like, itching in my brain that I gotta talk about? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but you know what really used to piss me off when I was single? A, a single parent? When people <laughs> would say... When they would talk to me about being a single parent, and I would be like, oh, no, I'm single. Like, yeah, like, oh, what about your husband? I'm like, no, I'm single. And then they would respond with something fucking oh, stupid. I'm like, sorry. oh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> annoying. That. No, the something. I'm sorry is annoying for sure. But you know what? That actually didn't annoy me that much. Mm-hmm. What would annoy me a ton is when they would go, oh, no, I understand. Like, I'm practically single. My husband works out of town. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I got that a lot on Facebook Marketplace. Like, I would go to pick something up, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, like, I just got to make it work with my schedule, my daycare, my work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'd be like, oh, no problem. Like, I'm home all the time, every day. My husband works, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, friend who's, ugh. like, not a super close Fuck friend, off. but, I mean, I, like, love and respect her for sure. Um, yeah, I remember her saying that to me, like, oh, I totally get it. Like, I do everything by myself, and my husband works out of town. I'm like, listen, okay? I don't understand the dynamic of your relationship because I'm not in it. Oh my god, okay? that's a friend of yours? Yep. Oh my god. So I'll, god bless you. I'll tell you who after. Okay. Um, so I don't want to, I'm like, I don't want to assume that things are easy for this person, right? Like. I know for a fact that her partner made a lot of money. And so whether or not he was abusive or controlling or maybe he, she didn't or get absent. To, or absent, you know, he like, okay, obviously he was, you know, absent physically, but like, I don't know how involved he was with the kids. Like, I don't want to assume yeah. what she was going through. Maybe she was going through a terrible time. Maybe she was going through abuse. Yeah, like, maybe it was really hard for her. Yeah. Like I genuinely don't want to belittle her experience because I have no idea. What I do want to say is do not say to a single mom that you understand because your husband works out of town. It's absolutely it's not, not the same. It's not the same. No. So because what I would like, like, I just, you know, so. I appreciate that you're trying to you're relate. You're trying to relate. Yes. But it's it not the same. Not because same. your husband working, you know, an out of town job making a hundred grand a year paying your rent and you don't have to worry about it. 
regardless of what your situation is, it is not the same as me trying to collect food from the food bank. It is not the same as me trying to pay my transition house rent, even though it's subsidized. So yeah, the, uh, that whole thing would annoy me a lot. You, mm. you can't say because your husband works out of town that it's the same. No, no, you really <laughs> can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. And also, okay. The other thing that I want to just say is we're like being very gendered right now and like assuming, you know, with the whole stereotypical, like, women experiencing abuse and a husband and a heterosexual relationship and cisgendered like i want to just say obviously there are other situations out there but we're just we're speaking from our own experience and the fact that we are cisgendered women who are in were were slash are in heterosexual relationships and experienced domestic violence from men so that's why we're speaking about it this way but it's always important to me to clarify that because i want to be uh aware of other situations um but yeah, so uh, I feel like either way, like I am absolutely one hundred percent all inclusive, mm-hmm. and it all applies. Like everything I, we're yes, saying exactly. applies to like whatever way, situation. Absolutely any situation, mm-hmm. regardless of your sexual orientation, mm-hmm. preference, whatever. Mm-hmm. Abuse is abuse is abuse. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need it. Yeah. You don't have to tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to live with it. No. Even if you think it's what's best for the kids, it's not. Oh, fuck no. It's not. Fuck no. Like, no. I know so many people who say, and not even necessarily in domestic violence situations, but just like in unhappy relationships saying mm-hmm. like, well, I got to stay for the kids. And it's like, no, you don't. No. You, really you don't. are raising your children around an unpleasant feeling which will impact them whether or not it's simply just an unhappy marriage Mm -hmm. versus domestic violence it will impact them even if you think it's better to have the both parents around i'm with all due respect you're wrong like it's not they will 100 percent grow up seeing how unhappy you are yeah and just think that's normal yeah and they will live their lives being okay with being unhappy and thinking that's okay way to be treated and And settling for what you settled for yep they will do the same yep and you don't want that yep um okay uh i don't know i'm feeling like the topic of single parenthood is like it's a never-ending conversation and i think my lack of preparation is like (laughs) makes this kind of difficult but i'm like i think this was fun though yeah it was fun is there anything what do you think is there anything else we should touch on like i don't know for me when i think back i'm like the mental load was tough people saying stupid shit was tough but other than that like i I mean maybe next time we could probably get into specific scenarios how to single parent our children yeah yeah and it like god i don't even know how i would say that because i don't know how i did it yeah honestly it's trial and error it's trial everything is fucking trial and error yeah like there is no handbook and you know the other thing that i felt like i experienced as a young single parent was a lot of discrimination from perfect like health professionals Mm. like i tried to get my daughter mental health help i tried to go to my doctor and i got a lot of like oh they're just kids it's fine this and that when you're a single parent you overcompensate for what you feel like they're missing as being a single parent household it's like guilty you know like oh but i'm their only parent like 
And obviously there are some single parent situations where you have a healthy co-parenting relationship. You know, you, you, I don't know, whatever, whatever the situation. Yeah. I don't know what that's like, but, um, you know, yeah, there may be people out there who like they had a clean divorce or, you know, maybe they didn't have a clean divorce, but they put the child first. They're not narcissists. They're not abusive. Maybe they had a child because they both wanted kids, but they weren't in a relationship. Like, proud I don't you. know. Good for you. That's yes, amazing. Literally. We didn't have that. Okay. Actually proud of you. Actually proud of you. <laughs> we had narcissistic abusers who were not involved in our children's lives. And still we aren't. still aren't. And we didn't have the luxury of lessening the, <laughs> I hate to use the word the burden, but like, yeah, the load. The That's load. a better word. The parenting load. You know, lessening the parenting load to be like, okay, like I need to just not think. That's not an option. No. Even if a child went to someone else's house, we're always on. We're uh-huh. always on call. We're always thinking like. Yeah. Even I, to this day. Oh, if anyone yeah. else has my children, I'm like, okay. First of all, what the hell do I do without them? Yeah. Second of all, should I like take them back (laughs) yeah i feel like i cannot do anything for myself without feeling guilty that they're somewhere else and that's so unfortunate and i think that that is is a real thing oh that is such a like mom guilt thing regardless of if you're single or not like that's just 100 that's yeah no that's literally every fucking mom out there yeah constantly every day suffers from mom guilt oh god yeah don't be guilty that's all i gotta say single dads i'm sure like don't feel guilty yeah it's easier said than done (laughs) it's easier said than done yeah don't feel guilty we say we felt guilty guilty earlier I feel guilty about the fact that my daughter's sleeping on the gymnastics mattress in her play tent and not in her bed right now. But hey, I'll move on from that. Yeah. I mean, she's sleeping. She's, she's sleeping. Hope, she's fine. Yeah, you're right. You you're know? right. Uh, yeah, I feel a little guilty right now that my oldest is trying to put my youngest to sleep while I'm doing this podcast. But, <laughs> but hey, listen. Hey, they're healthy. It's quiet. Yeah, they're, they're healthy. healthy. They're, they're taken care of. They're loved. Yeah. It, that's yeah mom guilt is something that it's really never hard goes to away think oh it's okay but yeah. really it really is okay even if you're feeling guilty it's okay to feel guilty so many moms and women just yeah not even moms like women are so afraid of saying it like it is and telling you how you how they really feel because it's Mm -hmm. you know it's we've been put in a box for so long yeah exactly yeah Yeah, women in general just in a box yeah um but no it's 100 percent an issue that literally all of us have yeah and realize that it's not just us and it's literally everyone and it's okay yeah yeah, and, like, freely speak out without, like, feeling guilt about speaking out. Because, yes. holy man, that defeats the purpose. And then also, like, I think we sort of accidentally judge each other. Mm. And we're projecting. And we're sort of having this inner voice of, like, what society says. But it's bullshit. And we don't even necessarily believe in that. And so just sort of letting go of that judgment and understanding, like, we're all in this together. We're all facing the same hardship. Like... Ugh. You know, I actually, I will admit, I have done that. Yeah. Okay, I don't know about you, but I know that for me, when I was finding, when I was going through the process of, like, dating and thinking, like, oh, it'd be great to, like, find a partner, I was so jaded. Like, every time I would have any sort of interaction with a man who may be an option to me, I was like, 
just picking up the negatives and like assuming like oh but they're gonna be toxic oh but they're gonna be like they would say one fucking wrong thing and i was like oh they're a narcissist like i was so on edge you know what it's not that you were jaded though it's that you have gone through so much bullshit that you had such high expectations yeah that's true but it wasn't you being picky it was you being look i'm a mom i have children this is what they fucking need and deserve yeah and this is what i deserve and so this is i'm not settling for less yeah you're right it's not you being jaded or picky or you know it's you wanting to find basically the perfect person yeah (laughs) for you yeah no you're right and uh thank god i I mean it served you right it worked out yeah like you you did a good job thank you i do think so thank you i do think this is why i still look up to you feel like you're always like five or six or ten steps ahead of me oh my god and i just like don't even know what to say not that i like compare us and i'm down on myself about it i just mean like you are my goals and you've always been my goals like since the first day i met you you want me to cry around please don't please don't I mean, <laughs> the alcohol might make you. <laughs> but no, but like, literally, that's just one of the things that has always been in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's, you know, that, and it's. That means a lot to me. It, it, mm, it does leave me like a little bit speechless. Like, I don't know what to say, but I'm it means a lot glad, to me. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll hype you any day. I know you're a freaking hype queen. I will fucking hype you any day. I know. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's 100% the truth. Like, hmm. But I feel like I've told you this before. Not in, in, like, the depth that we've gone into, but here and there, tidbits. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, you have. Yeah. No, you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, even just the other day, I'm like, literally, I watch you and everything you do and all the posts you share and, like, I always read everything you have to say because it just speaks to me. Okay, can I just say, like, watching you do the positive parenting that you've been doing the last couple of days, I'm like, bitch, I, you're doing I amazing. Have been, I have been trying to yeah. do that more at home as well. It's hard. It's just, I, I often, and I also told you this earlier, I am a reactor. So I find it really difficult sometimes to stop myself from reacting to certain situations Mm -hmm. think and then move forward right even though that is something that i tell my oldest to do every single time something happens stop yeah i know that you have big feelings right now Mm -hmm. but you need to stop Mm -hmm. and you need to think Mm -hmm. and then you need to speak yeah i still have issues with that oh yeah it's human you know like but yeah no i am seriously trying because um and i've also told you this like she's been exposed to a lot more than i had hoped for at her age yes and i'm trying to preserve what childhood she has left yeah and i'm really trying to support her more yeah and uh yeah be the mom she needs you are doing an incredible job like, when I've watched you the last couple of days doing that, like, I, my heart, like, swells. <laughs> like, you're doing such a good job. Thank you. It's beautiful. That means actually so much to me. Yeah, like, you're that killing so it. No, you're doing really good. That's so good. And you're right. Like, yeah. Uh, I know. But I also have learned basically all of that from you. Really? Yeah, because, like I said, I will not fucking read a book. <laughs> 
I won't, I won't read a book. I won't. I feel like you you do all that for me. I take the, the easy yeah. way out. I just. <laughs> oh, Tia read a book? Shit, let's hear what she got to say about it. Like, you know, you but you were put in a position where you were like, I have no idea what the fuck to do. And yeah. I have to do research. Oh, man. And because I feel like, I mean, uh, for a lack of better words, mm-hmm. I have kind of an easier. Yes. I, I, yes. It's easier to deal with what I have to deal with rather than what you have to deal with. But. I feel like I should clarify for people who are listening, which I'm fine that's with. That's up to you. I'm fine with I that. I did not. No, it's okay. To... I'm okay with that. Okay. So, yeah, my oldest is going through the process of getting a diagnosis for ADHD. And so, obviously, that presents, like, other challenges on top of parenting that are extra. And technically, like, it is a special need. And so, that's what Jordan means when she says, like, you know, some extra... I don't even remember the words you used. This isn't even, though, this isn't even something you're just now realizing. You knew from years ago. I remember years ago when you told me she was a sensitive child. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I always knew something on, was you, up. You were always reading a new book or yeah. trying to figure out, like, how you could better support her, better help her, better... Yeah. That's true. Know. Yeah. So, and... I would take tidbits of everything you posted, everything you shared, Aww. and, like, apply it to my own parenting. Aww. Because, it, you, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like, easy way out. <laughs> hey, no. The easy way out is not taking responsibility and not parenting in the way that your children need. You're not taking the easy way out. It's okay that you're taking tidbits from me. It I don't care, dude. I love me. to read and share with people and hope that they do the things. That's sick. I appreciate the fucking shit out of that. Yeah, no, that's sick. I probably would not uh, be at that level of understanding, that level of, like, just taking a moment yeah. to let, you know, her feel all of her feelings. Yeah. And, and the validating. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? That was a huge turning point for me yeah because that is actually when you mentioned that to me a couple times that is when I really sat down and thought to myself wow I really have to stop reacting yeah just you know mm-hmm. instinctively mm-hmm. and stop mm-hmm. pause take a second listen to her validate her feelings and then move on yeah that is was the turning point for me good for you because I feel like, I'm not going to lie, like, I have been pretty, I mean, short. I've been pretty short with literally everything. Okay. Because I, she's just been so independent and so uh, a certain type of way Mm -hmm. her whole life. Mm -hmm. So I expect a level of. Uh, maturity from her I guess mm-hmm. but I always forget that she's literally only seven yes and I just say that now she's literally uh, for years she's literally only five she's yeah. literally only six now yeah. she's seven yeah and she I'm, I'm noticing some changes in mm-hmm. her behavior and the way that she feels about certain things mm-hmm. and uh you know her attitude and things uh, and sometimes it it gets bad and sometimes it's fine 
but I was not dealing with it properly. Mm-hmm. I was instinctively reacting instead of stopping and thinking about it and then moving forward. So, yeah, the whole validating her feelings and then moving forward was a huge turning point in the way I parent. Yeah, good for you. And that's that has worked, like... Isn't and, it amazing? And I'm not doing... Uh, like, I feel like I'm, the way I'm saying it, I'm coming off as, the, like, I didn't care before because I always cared. Oh, you... I always oh, cared. yes. I just yes. didn't no, show of course her you that did. I... Listen. I wasn't showing her that I cared as much as she needed me to. Every person listening to this knows that you always cared. Okay. Because <laughs> because parents who didn't care would have never made the steps yeah. to create to correct yes. what needed to be corrected or mm-hmm. to and it uh, had absolutely nothing to do with my child. It no, had everything to do with my parenting. Yeah, and your own trauma. You like recognize the fact that you have your own trauma too, and that affects the way we parent. Like, there's been times where yeah. I feel triggered, and I have a moment of like, yeah, PTSD, and I'm brought back to, you know, their sperm donor and the way that they look and the way that they look so similar, and I find myself like going to this parenting that I don't want to be, and I have to, I have to do serious work to stop and be like, okay. They are not their sperm donor. Okay, I know they look like them, but that's it's okay. You can separate yourself. Like it yeah. requires a lot of work and we're only human. And we also went through trauma and it's okay that it wasn't perfect. You are an incredible parent for taking the steps to work towards that. There mm-hmm. are so many situations out there right now where people have been through trauma and they just treat their children like shit even if they don't mean to because they're so stuck in their own trauma. Yeah. So you are incredible. Like that requires I hope huge. You growth. get help if you're that person. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough cycle. Like I, I mean, there was a period of time where I was not parenting in the way that I should have parented because I was stuck in my own trauma. So mm. it is. It's yeah. It happens. To, I was there too. Yeah, like it happens. It's but long and the short of it, we are thriving now. You know, I don't even know if I classify myself as thriving i mean i still like i would say thriving in my parenting sure yeah like well you're doing you're doing you're uh, maybe not thriving but you're only going up from here you're right no it is only going up from here i mean i think any like struggles or mental health issues are not relevant to uh prior trauma of abuse or single parenthood okay well i guess we better wrap it up um thank you so much for being on this with me i had so much fun this has been such a special episode like this is one of my all-time favorites i i I was nervous a little bit but also really excited yeah no i think it's really good that we talked about this and like okay it was a little bit all over the place but (laughs) i mean we'll have to do another one where we go more into specifics and like we'll do many more we'll do many more we talk about specifics um maybe we have less alcohol and focus <laughs> i know i think i, was <laughs> I, think I shared so no. much more than i would have if i <laughs> okay good for you i i like the way it went so anyways thank you so much sweetie i love you oh my god i love you too thank you so much for having me of course anytime thank you so much for listening tonight while we learn how to bloom mm-hmm.